0: Welcome to Animorphs Anonymous, the podcast where we casually discuss the Animorphs one book at a time. I'm Casey and I'm Alex. We've done all the books and now we're diving into the TV show.
1: Join us every Tuesday for a new mission.
0: And don't worry, we promise to have you back under the two-hour time limit. Maybe.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, I have a grave announcement to make. Incredible as it may seem, both the observations of science and the evidence of our eyes lead to the inescapable assumption that those strange beings who landed in the Jersey farmlands tonight are the vanguard of an invading army. I don't think babies like
0: being born, particularly. I don't think anyone likes the process of being born. <laughs> it's a shitty process for all involved. <laughs> yes, it is. Ugh.
1: But it's gotta happen. You know what? That's the first obstacle in life. You gotta get out of the comfy womb. Sorry, What? <laughs> So speaking of Iceman. Yeah, Sean. Sean. It's, our, Sean. it's our last episode with Sean and, and all the good kids.
0: It's our last episode ever. Oh. Relieved
1: a little, honestly. It was, you sad. know. Sad. I yes, yeah, definitely sad. I will miss I will miss them. I'm going to have to go hunt down all of the movies that they've been in since and
0: watch them. And be like, I'm so proud of you. Here you are, you guys did so good.
1: You guys did so good. It was such a shitty show,
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, it really, I remember, I I vaguely remember the feelings as we were coming to the final book, and we were like, We gotta do anything to keep talking about Animals for a while. Like, yeah. this is such a strong ending, I know, and I'm like, of the TV show it's just like, like, Do we have to talk about? Yeah, <laughs> but in
1: a completely different way, and I'm like, oh my god, there's nothing here, and I don't want to talk about it, I want to talk about X-Men.
0: Yeah, like, uh, let's spend 30 minutes talking about the history of Gambit in X-Men, instead yeah. of, you know. <laughs> I mean, listen,
1: there are parts of this episode I really want to talk about, specifically any part that doesn't have fucking Tobias in it.
0: Thank you, yes. Oh I my was god, like... So hardcore watching it. Every time they cut to Tobias, I was like, "Fuck! I don't care. I don't give a shit. I don't. Give I, don't, a- I, don't I don't care." They what tried you do. to. Do,
1: they tried to do plot again. They tried to do plot, Stop. and it didn't work. And the only thing that worked was like the fun shenanigans of the kids trying to go to the dance.
0: Yeah, and like I wish that it was just that, including the absolutely. Fucking insane plot to blow the floor of the gymnasium, <laughs> which was insane. Oh i like, God. I wanted just that. Like, oh just that. Oh. And also, Marco insisting that if he tried to morph out of a screen cage made of screen that goes on your screen door, he would be cut to ribbons.
1: Yeah, especially because he definitely morphed out of a rat cage before, which has actual bars on it. And he was fucking
0: fine. He was fine. There was... Okay, but... I, I still would have accepted all of that. Like... Literally, this episode would have been made 10 times better by just cutting out all of the Tobias scenes. Oh my God. Totally. And then cutting out all of his dialogue in the final scene. (laughs) Thank you so much.
1: (laughs) Thank you. I, like, I finally, like, okay, so I know you've been kind of, like, raging against him for the past two episodes, and it's kind of been like, okay, yeah, he's, he's not being the greatest right now. Literally, I was screaming curses at him by the end of this episode. I'm like, shut the fuck up, Tobias.
0: You F- absolute yeah. buffoon. Like, oh. and, like, his dialogue doesn't even make any sense. None of it makes sense. Not a single thing he said in this episode makes sense. To me. and like like why just why <laughs> why all of it why what just just why like why was he there why did he discover this whole movement that like it's the final episode why are you trying to give me a whole movement like it ends tonight I,
1: yeah, I really wish, I was like, I was really hoping this episode would just be like, the kids are trying to go to the dance, maybe there's some, like, dumb shit happening with Visor 3 or whatever, but, like, ultimately, it's another just straightforward, just silly episode that that we've come to love for the past few weeks, and they tried to do plot, and I was
0: like, no, don't do this. Something just occurred to me. Okay. In the previously on, they did a whole cut back to Vizzer 3 and his new morph. He was not in this episode, like, <laughs> fucking at all. He wasn't. I was like, okay, we're going to
1: finally find out what's going on. No, I guess that was all set up for the second episode where he tried to do that TV shit.
0: Then why is it previously on on the third episode? I, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. Okay, let's talk about the geniusness, though, that was the plot to...
1: <laughs> to, to collapse the...
0: To collapse the gym. I'm sorry. We should we should do the 60 second summary or 30 seconds, whatever the fuck second summary that we're doing. Okay. And then I need to talk about that. Okay. Okay. So,
1: oh god, how does it even fucking start? Oh yeah, Tobias fucking makes his way up to a building for like five minutes straight, and and he knocks on the door because he follows all these hawk uh, graffiti signs.
0: Literally 30 of them.
1: Yeah. Literally. Yeah. And he goes in there, and they let they like or Luke. Oh, are you a yurk, and and they kind of dance circles around each other, and then they find he finds out it's like a yurk, a uh, a movement against the yurks because these people used to be controllers and now they're not, and, and he's like playing dumb for some reason, like he's
0: he's I don't even fucking remember,
1: like I really did not pay attention to this whole plot line.
0: Well, it it didn't. Even make any sense, because he was playing dumb to, like, I guess avoid being discovered as, like, an animorph or that he knew what the Yerks were about. Yeah. But, like, there was no need for it. And, like, yeah. as soon as these guys were like, we've escaped the Yerks, like, we're freed now, so we're fighting against them. Yeah. Like, if this was a book, maybe there'd be some standoffishness. Like, is this a plot? Or are they trying to fool me? But this is the TV show. He should have just been, like, fantastic. I can morph. Watch this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just, I didn't see the point of this
0: whole plot line. Um, And then also when they apprehend him and the disc falls off his neck, why do they all know what that is? I don't know. And why do they have the disc player?
1: Right. (laughs) (laughs) And why was he all like, oh, you guys suck. I'm leaving. And then they were like, I'm sorry, Tobias. I'm afraid I can't do that. And I'm like, what are you going to do? Murder him? And then Tobias is (laughs) like, okay, I'll join you, I guess. And they're like, oh, okay, you want to join us? Cool. And then he makes a run for it. I'm like, oh,
0: shit, what is going on? And then they make up this totally bizarro fucking, like, yeah, we can play the disc, but if it was, like, and then out of nowhere, the, like, next line is, yeah, we can play the disc. But it was made by aliens, so maybe it'll explode a human's brain. And then Tobias is like, "I'll watch it," and they're all like, "Oh my god, our savior, Tobias!" Oh my
1: god! Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Doesn't even make any sense. There head like, who was this tech guy? Why was he good at alien tech? How did he build a VR headset? Why was it just a fucking like kaleidoscope viewer so you could see images on the little disc when you click the trigger thingy? Like, well, and none of, literally just, like... None of it fucking mattered at the end, because they get, like,
1: infiltrated by presumably controllers, and they all, like, make sure that Tobias can escape. <laughs> and then fucking Hugo, or whatever his name is, just gets taken so that Tobias can ha- get over his daddy issues and take his girlfriend to the ball.
0: Like, wh- yeah, what the and, fuck? Like, also, it was, oh, if you get infested then they'll know like where we are if any of you get infested they'll know where you are <laughs> yes. this isn't Tobias specific yeah they just they just shouldn't have tried to do plot no they shouldn't have at least this plot I think dance funny oh, yeah costumes everything
1: about the dance was perfect and wonderful and amazing
0: yeah the entire rest of the plot line was incredible it was just the Tobias bits that I was so fucking done with yeah and, like, the, the fucking... Ugh. Okay, so the whole point of getting the disc and watching it, of course, was the Elfengor thing where he's like, Luke, I am your father. Literally, that's it's what like, he says. That's legitimately what he said. Yeah. And then Tobias is like, my daddy is here. Daddy! Daddy! <laughs> and I feel like Tobias already knew he had a connection with Elfengor, that this was, like, not the way to do this. Like, why did we do this now? Yeah.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: So anyways, that's the Tobias part of the plot. Yeah. Now back to the other shit we liked.
1: Yes. Um, <laughs> so Marco <laughs> tries to pick up a girl. On the track f- team. Oh, my team. God. Uh, <laughs> and he does this by having Axe morph into a bunny rabbit and then, like, trying to, like, you know, get the girl to come over to be like, oh, what a cute bunny rabbit. And he's like, oh, I'll, I'll name the bunny rabbit after you. And then Axe starts, like, freaking the fuck out and Marco has to go take him in, into the field to morph back or some shit. I feel like the whole joke was, like, a poop joke. Right. Right. But like I wasn't I was trying to figure out what the rabbit was actually doing.
0: It definitely looked like it was humping his leg.
1: It, yeah. And I, I was trying to see if
0: like Boris was like bouncing it up and down to make it do something or like what the
1: fuck was going on?
0: I feel like somebody would like had a hand under its stomach and was like just kinda like bouncing it <laughs> to make it look like it was like er, Oh er, no. Er,
1: er. <laughs> it would have had to yeah, almost, it was... like go up through <sighs> Boris's
0: legs or something. I, it I mean, it uh, could have been Boris. It could have been. I don't know. The rabbit okay, was, like, the,
1: chuffing or something. I don't know.
0: It was doing something super weird. But the best part about that whole scene was the fact that they, like, had the shot of the girls running. But they oh couldn't quite license the, like, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Yes! Like dun. the chariots of fire? Yeah! <laughs> yeah, so they did, like, the unlicensed version of it, which yes. was just, like... Dun 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 dun. <laughs> like, just slightly off, but you knew exactly what they were fucking going
1: oh for. Oh my god! <laughs> I thought the exact same thing. <laughs> uh. uh. Also, Marco asked what the girl's name was, and she's like, "My name's Naomi," and I'm like, "Man, Rachel's
0: mom <laughs> looks so young." Because <laughs> am- she runs. Because she runs. She exercises, keeps it tight. Hell yeah. (laughs) Yes. So anyways, the axe rabbit. Yes.
1: So after Marco abandons axe in the field, (laughs) he goes into the school. He tries to go into the basement because there's a girl that he wants to talk to in the basement. I don't ask
0: questions anymore.
1: I, Not like that. Oh, my God. Like, he's trying to go to the basement, and it's blocked by these guys who are like, there's a gas leak. You got to go to class. And it's like, okay, but if there's a gas leak, why isn't the, the school whole, whole evacuated?
0: School, the whole school would be evacuated. Yeah. Yeah. And also,
1: why is the girl Marco wants to talk to in the basement? I don't know. I don't know. But Marco sass sasses the, the guy, which is really... I found delightful. Mm-hmm. Um, f- fuck, what happens after that? Oh, uh, oh! <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go. <laughs> I was gonna say the Cassie goes up to Jake and she's like, here, here's my grandfather's tuxedo that he married my grandma in. <laughs> I thought you could wear it to the dance and Jake's like, cool!
0: And I'm like, I'm like, this is really like a 50-year-old tuxedo. Well, like, there's. There are so many great points to that conversation, like he first of all, when she's like my my grandfather's wedding tuxedo, he's the same size as you, just like off chance, exact same size <laughs> as you, right, also, it's been sitting in my attic, so I thought you could use it. Well, Cassie, it's probably been sitting in the attic because it's a family heirloom that they want to hold on to, not so much that they want teenagers taking it to a dance with them, oh <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, also, like, yeah, it's definitely not going to be in style, which I was like, oh, he's going to like, it's going to be goofy because it's so old. But then we find out it's a swing theme dance, which is like the weirdest that's fucking theme. <laughs> that's right. It is a swing theme. Da- okay.
1: I definitely like in my mind thought it was just prom because yeah, none of the yeah. girls dresses were swing dresses. Like, no. <laughs> Like, the whole theming was swing, and, like, I would say Axe's beautiful blue suit was very appropriate for the occasion. But, like, nothing else about it
0: said anything other than prom to me. Except for Cassie's dress, which said circus to me. (laughs) Oh, no. Her makeup was flawless, though. All all of their makeup was yeah. flawless. Yeah. And Paulo's hair. Paulo's fucking hair.
1: Paulo's fucking hair. That's all I have to say. Jesus Christ. Amazing. <laughs> I didn't like know he could get that much volume out of it. He was full on Bob Ross in here. I was like, full full,
0: delightful Bob boy. <laughs> full on Bob Ross. Oh Man. yeah, okay, so the other weird thing though was like this episode cuts to the dance halfway through the episode. <laughs> Just baffling. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it until the very end. Right. <sighs> Man. Man. Yeah. So yeah, cuts to the dance. And then that's when Axe goes to drink from the punch bowl. Oh, right. Because he's a monster. And Because he's a monster. <laughs> he hears Marco calling out in thought
1: speak. He goes to the science classroom. Oh, um, earlier Marco had snuck down to the basement and saw something off camera that was very daunting and scary. And then morphed into a lizard to get out. And then some random teacher put him in the cage. And that's how he got there. But yes, yeah, so Axe finds Marco in the cage. They get him out. And then Marco tells them all that, like, the the floor of the gym is going to collapse and send everyone (laughs) tumbling into the pool below. Tell me your thoughts.
0: What he says (laughs) is they're going to blow the gymnasium floor. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) What kind of plot is that? Like, we're going to collapse teenagers
1: through an explosion i i didn't even register that i immediately thought like oh they put the entire floor on hinges and they're literally just gonna like drop it like a trapdoor, and everyone's gonna fall in the pool and get infested i you're absolutely right he did say blow as in with demolition and explosion and shrapnel flying into people's faces and shit it is insane it's the best plot that's ever happened on animars the tv show oh my god
0: they're going to blow the gymnasium floor. <laughs> How are they going to fix it? They have to go to school on Monday. Oh, man.
1: I don't know. They could say it was a domestic terrorist and somebody wanted to blow up the dance or something.
0: That's the cover story. I guess. Oh, oh, sorry. No, we're not doing delving in yet. We're still in plotland. Okay. This is almost the end, though. Okay.
1: Um, oh yeah, then they decide to have Rachel morph a skunk and just kick everybody out of the out of the gymnasium based on her skunky butt, and yeah. then they all go to Siberia and they're sad about the dance and acts is beautiful and delightful and wonderful, and then Tobias shows up, and they all dance together,
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Would you like to tell me more about the pairings that dance together? Oh, my fucking God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so obviously we have... Tobias shows up in his white tuxedo that he has, and he asks Rachel to dance, and she's all happy and shit. And then Cassie's like, Jake, why are we still sitting here? And he, you know, he invites her to dance, and it's all very cute and <laughs> Marcus-, Marcus is watching them dreamily, X. Acts- sits directly next to him and marco's like don't even think about it man and ax is like oh yeah no I, I wouldn't you know i wouldn't and marco's like okay fine but i lead and they they grab hands and they get up and they dance. <laughs> okay look at these bisexual icons i
0: love them i love this so much can i break it down more shot yes. by shot yes. okay here's what was so beautiful about it for me is that the camera never moves from Marco sitting on the left side of the frame staring dreamily at the couple but Axe slowly scoots into the shot <laughs> that was beautiful moment number one Axe gets way too close <laughs> Absolutely grab hands to go dance. And Marco never once looks like, oh, man, like I have to be babysitting the alien. He looks nothing but positively fucking delighted for this to go on.
1: What I absolutely loved about this, because this was absolutely the time period where it would have been a very like no homo kind of moment. Uh But you're right. Marco was just delighted the whole time. And Axe is like, and they're, you know, they're dancing like, like, you know, a standard sort of like couple would. And like Axe is like, like doing some sort of improv about like, like stamping his foot and stuff. And Marco was just giggling. And I just, I just, I, and like (laughs) they were kind of playing it for laughs, but they weren't doing it in like a mean way in like, a oh, the only reason two guys would dance together is for the joke. Like, it was
0: genuinely, like, I was reading it as, like, very sweet. Like, I don't know. Oh, absolutely. And, like, I couldn't take my eyes off of them, not because it's like, oh, wow, that's like a, you know, like a dog walking on its hind legs. It was literally like they kept trying to do these shots of, like, Rachel and Tobias talking, and, like, Rachel and, like, them, like, Tobias was admitting he loved her, blah, blah, blah. does not fucking matter, okay? This is coming from me. (laughs) I don't give a shit because right behind them was Marco and Axe dancing and Axe like kind of slips a little bit it looks like and clutches onto Marco and Marco like grabs him back like to hold him up and they're both like smiling at each other like really sweetly and then it like does the pan up where he's like my name is Tobias and I don't even know what he fucking said because it was literally like just Marco and Axe dancing. And then every time, like, Axe would do that improv, like, yeah. And then you just, like, stamp your foot, like, it would tip it. And Marco's just like, yeah, totally, man, totally, <laughs> like, totally. And he just kept going with it. Like, yeah, whatever you want to do, let's keep dancing. Fuck it. Yeah. And at some point they did that whole, like, where you kind
1: of, like, push the other person and then you, like, go back in and kind of, like, that, that sort of, I don't know what that fucking dancer was called. But, like, I was just so... My it was
0: amazing. Heart, my heart exploded. And it was never like either of them was trying to pull away from the dancing. Right. They were very content dancing with each other. And it was beautiful and amazing and wonderful. And I literally, if every other character on that show dropped dead right then, I would not have <laughs> given a shit. <laughs>
1: All of Tobias' bullshit was worth it for that moment of those two dancing <laughs>
0: Okay. they could have just made it a two minute episode of just that scene and i would have yes. been like brilliant yes. brilliant
1: nominated for five emmy awards go for it All
0: 20 emmy awards i don't even know how many emmys there are all, the emmys. But all of them oh best god. actor best supporting actor best supporting actors actor oh my god it was amazing i
1: loved it so much
0: I loved it so... And I feel like I was supposed to care that Tobias was admitting to Rachel that he loved her. I did not give a shit!
1: Well, the way he did it was so fucking irritating to me. Like, you're just (laughs) quoting something that your dad said to you, like, two minutes ago and pretending, like, oh, yeah, this is just a thing I didn't
0: mean. Oh, and that was supposed to be, like, a big, like, oh, and the other shoe drops. Like, it was, like oh, that's beautiful. Who said that? My dad. And it was supposed to be like, Tobias knows who his dad is and Rachel's learned that now and it's a big moment. And instead, all I saw was Marco and Axe dancing behind them and I was like, why did I have to see Marco and Axe again? Oh my God. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I loved it so, so, so fucking much.
1: I did too. (laughs) I just, I love that they didn't, like, I felt like it could have gotten very, very cringy, Like, mm-hmm. and I just love that they played it so, like, so, just so delightful. So sweet. And so sweet. Yeah. And just, I... I'm just, I'm so grateful. Because, so like, good. again, it was the 90s and everyone was like, oh, that's gay or whatever. And it's like, no, absolutely, they didn't do that. And I was so fucking
0: thankful. <sighs> yeah. Me too. Me too. And, like, I just... I loved how genuine they both were in, like, having a good time. Like, I truly believe that the actors were both having an amazing time shooting that scene. No. <sighs> oh, my God. And the height difference between them. Oh, my God. Yeah, because Boris is my height. He's 5'5". Yeah. I don't know how big Paulo is, but he's a lot taller than that.
1: <laughs> I think he's over six feet. Let me look it up. <laughs> Googling stuff <laughs> with Casey and Alex, finding how tall Paolo Costanzo is. Contanzo emoji, emoji. No, Costanzo. Contanzo Madonna Emoji, smiley face. He's 5'10. Okay, so he's not.
0: Okay, so he's like five inches taller. Four or five inches taller. You know, a, like that. Another,
1: you know, four inches with the hair.
0: Oh my god, the hair. Is <laughs> so big. <laughs> Oh, and the blue suit—we got to talk about that suit and bow tie. I
1: loved that he had a blue suit. <laughs> it was so good. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it, and it was so much. It was so embellished and ridiculous, and just so ax. And I loved it.
0: <laughs> the bow tie was
1: gigantic. It was so big, and like the it dark so- blue trim on the on the collar, a little lapel was just so extra. I loved it so much.
0: <laughs> I love everything about Axe. And, like, him walking up the stairs in that suit and still doing his, like, I don't really know how to walk good walk oh. in the suit through the science halls and everything. Yeah. Oh my
1: god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Speaking of, though, can we talk about Chapman's dance outfit? <laughs> yeah. <Yeehaw!
0: laughs> swing outfit oh my god it literally was like a cowboy suit bolo
1: tie fucking like paisley embellishments like his fucking cowboy boots he was ready to rodeo y'all
0: he had like the shoulder trim that like the the cowboy tops have too the like weird shoulder like pad thing he was only missing the hat like Like, he was and it was probably like in his office because he didn't want it to get lost in the explosion (laughs) I
1: loved it so. I love that they picked this cowboy aesthetic for this man. I don't know why they
0: did. Cause... Cowboy is a Chapman. Oh my god! Like, in the books, in the like, he's just a dad that's a principal. Like, what fucking guy? When they started doing the TV show, was like, he's a cowboy now. <laughs> Like, what guy made that decision? Why didn't
1: they pay them more? I know. I think, honestly, (laughs) what I want to think is that for the first episode, when he has to do that, like, leg scratching bit, they wanted to give him the cowboy boots to, like, make it really, you know, recognizable to Jake later. And I think they just (laughs) embrace that moving forward. They're like... And, like, maybe the actor was, like, you know, trying to get into character and be like, oh, yeah, Cowboy really likes, like, Chap- Chow- er, Cowboy really likes
0: Chapman. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it again! Cowboy like Chapman! Every
1: single time. They both start with C. <laughs> Chapman really likes Cowboy shit. That's part of the character canon that I've made for him in my actor head. I don't know. <laughs> but I love it. I kind of just love it.
0: Like, I just love that it makes this whole narrative of, like, here's a man trapped in his, like, principal role with his, like, suburban family (laughs) that just really wants to be a cowboy. Like, he just really wants to break out of this role and go to the wild, wild west where he can truly be himself. Where is his John Wayne? Where is
1: his Prairie Song? Where is his Lone Ranger? Where have all the cowboys gone?
0: He is like the guy that if this show was serious, he would be the guy on the first trip to Westworld. That would really get way too into it. <laughs> oh god. I love it so
1: much. Just, his favorite movie is is City Slickers or whatever that movie is.
0: Oh my god, yes, yeah. City Slickers. Yeah. Oh man. Oh. Okay. The other thing I I so loved about him though is that he has perfected the awkward, creepy oh. way to communicate. Oh,
1: like when he, when he was
0: talking to Rachel. <laughs> yes, exactly. It. Oh my, it's yeah. It was the worst. Oh, oh my god, he's so creepy. He's literally like, don't forget. Be there at 9, 9 p.m. That's when we're crowning the queen and king of the swing dance. Ugh. Be there at 9. Like, super fucking suspicious. So and, like, I love that. But then I also fucking love that as he was walking away, Rachel said yerk, but in a way that if anybody overheard her, it would look like she was saying jerk. Yes. I was like, that is such a Rachel move. I fucking loved it.
1: Fucking good.
0: Oh, it was so good. I, I loved all the dance scenes. Oh, they were all so good. And and and, and the skunk. There was a skunk. Oh my god, yes. Oh my and then skunk. the fucking lame joke, too, of the, like, guess I won't wear this perfume again. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I, loved, I that. loved that so much. Oh, And, like, the one thing that, like, As I was watching it, like when all the other kids were running out, like oh, oh, and then Chapman's like, "No, where are you going? Get back to the dance! It's we all have to dance. You wanted to dance, like you want to dance, you're gonna dance." Yeah, that was his argument. Like that's what he said. Who said you can't handle the dance? The dance is only for the strong. Only (laughs) the strong will dance. No, but, like, he runs it. And, like, in my head, I was like, oh, he would definitely smell the skunk before the skunk, like, ran past him. But then I was like, you know what? Fuck that. It was beautiful. It was comedic. We saw a real skunk. It was great. It
1: was perfect.
0: Skunks are so fucking
1: cute. Yes, they are. Oh, I just want to pick one up and hug it. Cassie and Jake were real fucking cute.
0: Oh, my God. The whole we're going as friends. And then, like, do friends go get cappuccinos together? That okay. So my favorite part about that conversation, like, these kids are clearly high school aged minimum, right? (laughs) But that for just one second, I was like, oh, they're the middle schoolers we always wanted. (laughs) (laughs) Like literally, like, do friends get cappuccino with extra foam? Oh my god! And maybe some cocoa powder. It's like, oh, I, oh, fucking, I love them so much. I, okay. I fucking love Jake's unbridled enthusiasm at getting Cassie's grandpa's tuxedo.
1: I really thought he was going to be like, oh, thanks, Cassie. Yes! This is great. Like, oh, man, yes! I'm going to look like a total loser at the dance. But no, he was so genuine about it. Yes, I loved that. <laughs> it could have been like a Ron goes to the fucking Yule ball in the weird dress robe situation.
0: Right? But it was. <laughs> He oh wasn't. He was genuinely super pumped to get it.
1: <sighs> because he was so nice to think of him too. Oh, I just I love them. I'm so glad that they like. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They're so cute. They're so fucking cute together. Uh, they are so cute uh, and like. That scene could have gone so many different ways. Like, first of all, being like horrified at the suit, or like, oh, Cassie, I'm so sorry I didn't have time to get a suit. But like, that wasn't like an excuse, like, oh, I don't want to go. So, like, right. this is what I'm saying. It. He was like genuinely remorseful. Right. He didn't pull a Tobias yeah. who. I... <sighs> Listen, Tobias, I'm past disappointed. I'm now officially mad. Like, fucking A man. Everything you did was shit. Everything and...
1: you did was shitty.
0: Listen, Rachel deserves a lot fucking better than you showing up at the eleventh hour to ask her for a dance. You put on the jukebox after not fucking showing up because at the end of the day, you didn't fucking show up. And the fact that Cassie
1: and Jake showed up and went over to Rachel and Cassie was like, "Where's Tobias?" and Rachel was like, "He's not here. I guess he said he wasn't going to show up, and he's a man of his word." And she had to put on that face for her friends. Yep. She. (laughs) <laughs>
0: i hated that so much i hated oh. that she just went with it at the end because he showed up in a tuxedo uh no fuck you dude
1: uh, the fact that okay so rachel said that and then axe pops out of nowhere and she's like oh it's fine i get to dance with you know marco and my cousin and i'd be happy to dance with you axe and she tries to make the best of the situation and i
0: Oh. also her arms are so small <laughs> did you notice that when like axe like when axe held out his hand at an oh. extremely awkward <laughs> angle for hilarious. her that was fucking adorable and she like reached up to hook her arm around his oh. i was just like oh my god her arms are like two inches diameter like oh they were god. so small oh
1: my god oh yeah, she's, anyways she's a skinny
0: yes oh my yeah that Like, I loved that aspect of it. I love that she had that moment, like, with with Axe. I love that she... The first thing she said was, well, at least I get to dance with Marco and my cousin. Yeah. And then Axe popped up. Like, we can dance? And Rachel's like, yeah, of course. Like, yeah, let's go dance. Like, beautiful. Beautiful. Tobias, you fucked up, my friend. Fuck you, Tobias. Fuck you, Tobias. Fuck everything you did in this episode. Like, I... Why... (laughs) Good. Okay, listen, I'm not saying that this is the definitive answer on how Rachel would act because she is her own developed person in the book series. But if Rachel is anything like me, which I think we've established over 20 some odd years, she is, <laughs> there, would, <laughs> there would be a big fucking problem there if he showed up like at the cafe later just in a tuxedo like, oh, now nah, I'm good enough for you? Fuck off. Oh, my like, sorry dude but you didn't show up when i asked you to like you've con you keep leaving her in these episodes you keep like just fucking abandoning her clearly she had hopes that he was gonna show up even though he acted totally shitty to her and just said i'm not going i'm not giving you a reason why i'm just not like don't show up put a fucking shitty ass song on the jukebox and be like i'm forgiven now right no you're fucking not you're gonna do some more time preach no Sorry, that's just how I feel about the situation. I agree. I just I
1: <laughs> Like the fact like listen, I like an emotionally constipated main character as much as the next person, but not in this way. Not in this whole no. like, ugh, I can't go and I can't tell you why because I'm oh, I'm so
0: I'm misunderstood. Right, and, like, okay, here's what really fucking pisses me off, too. Do you know what would have changed this entire situation? It would be Tobias saying to her, "I like, I can't go. Why? I found somebody who's putting up the symbol of the dis around town, and I really, I have to follow it. I have to know more. We owe it to Elfangor. Yes. Rachel would have said, of course. Right. Go. Right. Solved. Solved. All it takes is some communication. Some
1: basic fucking like, communication.
0: Three. Sentences of dialogue change could have made that entire fucking situation great, and then it would be he's showing up at the eleventh hour after he's completed his mission, and he still managed to make it there. That changes the scenario. Oh my god!
1: And like, right, that's all it would take. And like Rachel still could have, you know, when Cassie was like, "Hey, we're Tobias," and Rachel could have been like, still disappointed, but like you know, still putting on the brave face, and that would have been fine. Yeah. It just, yeah, you're absolutely right. It could have just been like, I have to go do this thing. I'm sorry.
0: Like, yep. And, like, obviously, it's, like, it has to do with Elfangor. It's some... We all know how important Elfangor is to Tobias. So she would have been, like, absolutely, of course. Do you need help? (laughs) Did they just, like, milk it for drama or something? Like... I don't fucking know what they were trying to do. (laughs) They were on drugs, man. I don't...
1: (laughs) God. I mean, it just... But no, Tobias had to go put on a a VR headset and and do a Twin Peaks parody and go to heaven and talk to (laughs) his his Darth Vader dad.
0: Like, oh my god, I did not put that together, but that is so The Red Room. It is! That's the only thing I could think of. I was like, what the fuck are they doing? Oh, I so wish I was watching that with you in person. Oh Oh my god, that's blowing my mind. Oh
1: my god. (laughs) I, like... I don't understand why it couldn't have cut from him in the room with all those people to just being in heaven with Elfangor. Why he had to go to this, like, weird middle room thing Oh, my God.
0: Elfangor, walk with me. What the fuck? You're so right. That's... uh, I, I mean, honestly... I'll be 100% honest. As soon as he went to the heaven room, I checked out. I was like, this is not for me. This is not for me. I'm going to scroll my Facebook feed until we get back to the dance. Yeah. All Tobias's <laughs> go to heaven.
1: Oh, <sighs> God. Oh, my God. And he literally was like, was "Like, oh, you have a you have a son on Earth? Where is he? He's like, I'm looking at him. What? Tobias, I am your father. Like, Literally. Literally. Like, verbatim. Literally.
0: <sighs> the fact that he didn't chop his hand off was honestly surprising. <laughs> no! <laughs> uh, <sighs> fuck the whole Tobias part of this episode. Like, honestly, like, if this had been the media that introduced me to Animorphs, I would have absolutely been a Marcello shipper. Yeah. Like, a thousand percent. Although, then again, I would have seen him with Axe, and I would have been like, well. (laughs) Actually. (laughs) Actually, what I think I'd like to go for is that.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And, like, I loved that, like, it was so, like, cheesy and campy, but, like, when they're all at Siberia, and everybody's really bummed about the dance not being there, and Axe was like, everyone's here. This place has music. We can have the dance right here. I don't understand why we're not just doing that. And I was just like,
0: Max, I love you. I, like, it's so campy, but I fucking love that he it's, had that, like, total earth yeah. high school, high school movie moment. Like, yeah. we have everything we need right here. This is the dance. The dance was within us all along. Yeah, the whole, like, Christmas he
1: thought doesn't come from a store. Christmas he thought meant a little bit more. Like the whole fi- like he's just <sighs> I just
0: love him. I love him, I love him so much. <laughs> so precious. Oh my god. They're honestly they're all so good except Tobias who's now dead to me. Just fucking I'm so mad at him. Ugh. Everyone else amazing. Yeah. Amazing, just amazing. Like, just... oh, Sean and Nadia, just so fucking cute. Oh my god, I,
1: I was like, when they were dancing, I was like, You guys, save her for Jesus. Like, you know, Tobias and oh my and god, Rachel were like pretty close, like they were touching foreheads and shit. But like, fucking Cassie and Jake were like, I was like, Dude, I just okay. friends my ass.
0: <laughs> Oh, yeah, there's no, I mean, we all know that they're not just friends for the cappuccino <laughs> I mean, conversation, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. Um, no, I, so when I was watching that scene, I immediately was transported back to the very beginning of the series where I kept complaining that, like, nobody spaced out, like, appropriately. Like, not like, yeah. oh, we're in a pandemic now and I have new expectations. No, no, no. <sighs> for whatever reason they kept doing super wide camera shots but then had the actors super close so they only took up like one quarter of the screen in the direct middle like Uh and this was absolutely that again and then they they ramped it up by making both of the actors turn towards the camera even though they were dancing and like theoretically if they were conversing they'd be like looking into each other's faces and you'd get side profiles of each like, for some reason, the actors' faces were all three-quarter views facing the camera, even though they're dancing together. And yeah,
1: was like, they were they were cheating what? out. What? Is I think, what they call it in, in stage. Where it's like, you should be, like, face-to-face with each other, but you have to kind of, like, rotate so that, yeah.
0: Yeah, it was just, it was so weird. And, like, done so oddly. And, like, they kept cutting off, like, the boys' heads and, like, centering the girls' faces. <laughs> and I'm like... They're, the Why? boys are too tall. They're, both... they're just too damn tall. Yeah, but like they're both equally having the conversation. So like, I don't know. Cut it between their two faces or something. Like, what are you doing? I don't know. I, I don't know. That baffled me. But then again, I if I look over their shoulders, there are Axe and Marco, <laughs> and I don't give a shit anymore. What you do with the camera? <laughs> do whatever the fuck you None want with the camera in the dialogue. Just those It two. doesn't. <laughs> matter oh my god like literally there is like supposed to be a serious moment where tobias and rachel i truly think it was the moment that tobias was confessing his love and every time i looked over their shoulder i would just see boris's like beaming face and then paulo like turn into frame super quick and i was like that's all i give a shit about that this is truly this is all i care about that
1: (laughs) is love not whatever bullshit tobias said that there those two that is love like that is true. Love. Don't tell me that you love Rachel. Show me that Marco and Ax love each other. Mm-hmm. Drop the mic. Yep, that's it.
0: Fuck. Yep. <sighs> for sure, for sure. I felt like Tobias was just being manipulative, Fuck and that guy. it was so blatantly obvious just... when you can see. Yeah. Fuck.
1: I'm Tobias. so mad at him. I just, I really didn't like TV show Tobias. Like, just kind of looking back. No. I just, I agree. Like, there were moments where I was like, oh, that's nice. Or, oh, that's sweet. Or, oh, you know, I kind of like that direction. But, like, all in all, just, he was just kind of, like, they tried to make this, like, loner bad boy thing work. But he just had none of Tobias's like like, good personality traits.
0: Yeah. You know what I'm thinking now? I think the reason I didn't like it is because so much of it, intentional or not read like a shitty abusive relationship yes like he was like gaslighting her he was leaving her and then she would always like accept him back and he would never like not like atone for it like that's not the right word but basically he never like reciprocated any sorts of mutual responsibility towards the relationship and she would always make up for it or excuse his shitty behavior and so he never grew from it and like that's not the Rachel that we know. Right. That's not the Tobias that we yeah, know. Yeah, for sure. <sighs> <sighs> I hate that. Uh, because <laughs> I obviously love Rachel and Tobias, okay? In the like I love that's my one and two favorite characters, probably. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of a toss-up for a second. But
1: <laughs> those are like
0: my my top tier characters. And the fact that I do not like them in the TV show is fucked up. Oh, I mean I like Rachel, but You know. But then, like, put her next to the performance of goddamn Boris and (laughs) Apollo dancing, and it's like, fuck everything! (laughs) Oh my god, it was so fucking adorable! So, uh,
1: would you say that in the books, Rachel and Tobias are your top two, and in the TV show, Marco and Axe are your top
0: two? Uh, I mean, I'm still gonna have to give Rachel top billing, just because, like, ride or die, motherfucker, but, like, Yes. Then right after Rachel, just because she's like always my favorite, it would take some super heinous fucking shit to get her out of my number one spot. Yeah. Then it, then it's going to be Marco and Axe in the TV show. And then it's going to be Jake. Nope. Then it's going to be Cassie. Then it's going to be, well, Cassie and Jake can kind of, I have like a top one, two, three yeah, spot. Yeah. And my two spot is Axe and Marco, yeah. Jake and Cassie, and then a large gap and then Tobias. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm just like I. Yeah, I get that they're in high school, and in high school, I feel like it's you're just starting out in relationships, and you excuse a lot of shitty behavior. At least I know I did. Yeah, but like, fuck that. Yeah, yeah,
1: and sometimes <sighs> Sorry, even beyond high school, if you're in a relationship in like your late teens, early twenties, you still excuse that behavior. I've been there, so like. Mm-hmm. i I don't know i don't know we've all been there i've been there you can't be shitty to other people
0: fucking show up
1: to the dance for them yep
0: and like i realize it's a time to learn but don't be a dick don't be a dick don't be a dick tobias don't be a dick
1: (laughs) learn to communicate your feelings to rachel if you can't be vulnerable, and even if you're her, not
0: like God. like even even if you're not good at communicating emotions, okay. Again, I get it. You're in high school; it's hard. Everything's just absolutely insurmountable in high school. I get it, but like, there's nothing wrong with telling your teammate you're gonna go investigate this disc thing. Yeah, because
1: like, I kind of feel like for sort of your standard person, if you're not planning on going to a dance. Instead of just giving up and being like, oh, I just I can't tell you why you should you would make up an excuse, like a Mm -hmm. tangible excuse. And you would rehearse it and narrate it before you went over to her house to break her fucking heart, Tobias. Yeah. So the fact that he just like went over there was just like, "Mm, I can't go. Like that's just
0: such bullshit. (sighs)
1: And like, like you alluded to earlier, it's like they could have fixed that in just a couple of lines and it would have been so much better. And so I'm yep. actually inclined to blame the writer as much as, as Tobias in this situation.
0: I mean, I could go on about <laughs> how he was being a shithead. No, I mean, I'm not. I don't blame Christopher Christopher chris Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. But like I whoever wrote this Tobias or whoever directed him to be like this. How dare you? How dare Shame you? On you? Honestly, why? What <sighs> what?
1: Like you took everyone's favorite what? boy and you made him a shithead man.
0: Overwhelming favorite. Yeah. And you made him shithead. Tobias
1: is like the the Animorphs character from what I could gather right. at least. Everybody loves that bird boy.
0: I mean, we've looked into it that's that is when people join the animorphs facebook group one of the questions is who is your favorite character it's always tobias. overwhelmingly it's tobias it's always is that almost always almost always, tobias. Almost always
1: tobias. <laughs> yeah but like it's also so, always Tobias.
0: <laughs> it's always tobias how did you make him so shitty how could you do this to him how could you do this to him I think this would be
1: a really good thing to segue into where we kind of talk about comparisons between book characters and TV show characters and kind of like how good we thought that they did or how bad we thought they they did.
0: So obviously they failed horribly with Tobias. Obviously. Let's, let's start with Jake though. Okay. Let's just go through the, the run how we would. Yes. Um, yes,
1: Jake. I mean <laughs> much happier much more chipper Jake in the uh in the TV show cuz obviously the stakes were a lot
0: lower. Yeah. I mean that's I was just kind of thinking though like do I like that more? Like I feel like happy chipper Jake would have been displaced in the books. Oh for sure. But but do I like the character more because he is like more upbeat? Like
1: this would have been Jake had the war not even happened.
0: Yeah, yeah, probably. I,
1: I, you know, honestly, they're so different, but I like both of them. So it's yeah. it's really like an apples and oranges situation for me.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can agree with that. Like, because I don't. I think if you had taken TV show Jake and put him in book Jake's position, I would have hated oh, it. For but sure. had you done the opposite, I would have hated that. Yeah. So- and as it was, I liked them both well enough in both series. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah,
1: I agree with that. All right.
0: Should we move on to Rachel? who's <laughs> about to get dangerous. Oh, no, sure.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I obviously fucking adore Book Rachel. She is my favorite of all time. I would die for her at any moment, even now. And knowing she's a fictional character would die for her. TV show Rachel book Rachel is carrying so much of the load for you <laughs> TV show Rachel had her moments and every time she did something that was like in character of Rachel I was over the fucking mind right. I'm talking smashing those pipes with a hammer or a wrench or whatever um, anytime she was super sassy and like over the top. Mm-hmm. Even when she was like nice to Howard, but still rejecting him or Harold, whatever. (laughs) When she was nice, but rejecting him, I was still like, okay, that that reads to me as kind of like a Rachel thing of she's trying to be nice. But like, obviously, it's coming out like kind of Uh me. But every time she was a fucking like ditzy, airheaded, spineless, preppy girl, I just died i was like this is everything that we are against
1: so and i'm trying to think of a specific instance of that if you have any
0: i i'm immediately thinking of the dance of just like letting tobias get away with all yeah that, yeah like without a single word yeah um there's I feel like there's so many instances throughout the series. Like the specific one that you brought up to me was when they were like doing the whole escape plan and Cassie was the one that was saying all the Rachel's lines. Oh, like yeah. when they were getting out of the yeah. like uh through the air ducts. Yeah. And like Rachel was like a super like whiny, scared, like, I don't know if they can do this, instead of like gung-ho Rachel, like, it doesn't matter, let's do it. Yeah. Like I hated that. I just fucking hated that and i know that these writers if they're writing for a kid's tv show there's kind of like formulas for how these characters work and like she fell into kind of a tropey sort of girl on a tv show thing yeah and i know why it happened and i feel like that's kind of why i forgave a lot of it Mm -hmm. but all in all, I'm disappointed by that. Well, and by by doing this segment
1: where we, like, you know, criticize some of the decisions made about the characters, we are criticizing the writers and the directors. We are not going after the actors here, I would say.
0: Oh, God, yeah. no. No, because they did incredible at anything they yeah. did. Like, that's why, like, other than when I, of course, lost my mind the other week and rated Tobias super low because I was so mad at Tobias. <laughs> Like, I feel like that's why we gave the actors, basically throughout the entire series, they got five right. Because they did an awesome job with everything that was thrown yeah. at
1: them. Yeah. Um,
0: <sighs> yeah, and, like, the thing
1: I didn't like about Rachel in the TV series was when she would fall into that whole, like, oh, the boys are being weird, and I'm going to, like, poo-poo all their ideas, and I'm going to, you mm-hmm. know, just be, like, the complete sort of pessimist in the group when really in yeah. the book, she was the one who was always like, all right, as long as we're doing something, preferably like smashing everyone to bits and killing a bunch of people, like I'm game, let's go.
0: So like there was, I I was just listening to the episode the other day. That was when, uh, Naomi was in the, in the, uh, hork camp and Jake was saying some sort of plan that they were going to do. And Naomi's like, my daughter's not going to go out and fight, blah, 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 blah. And Rachel laughs in her face and says, even if Jake says we're not going, I'm fucking going so you can shut up. And I was like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, you're so right. I fucking hate that about her in the TV show. Yeah. All right, should we move on to Tobias? (laughs) I mean, what else is there to say about Tobias, really? (laughs) What is there to say that we haven't already said? Oh, my God. I mean Tobias in the books beautiful wonderful good boy. sweet boy sweet boy love him emotionally intelligent Ugh. concerned about others Princess. struggling himself oh my God. beautiful wonderful good boy bird. such a good bird so strong Ugh. thought he was so weak was so strong amazing Ooh. tv show Tobias fucking tool fucking tool jackass hate him <laughs> terrible is there anything he did that we liked uh i did like that time he jumped over the railing (laughs) (laughs) oh i did
1: like him in the episode where he and axe were kind of tag teaming their memories
0: oh yeah i did ice cream day yeah
1: i did like that because he was like you know really nice to axe and you know they they were having their Mm -hmm. little bonding moment um I think I mostly just liked Axe, though. So maybe that was kind of like, I don't feel any <laughs> strong way about Tobias. I'm just here for my baby boy.
0: <laughs> like, honestly, I don't know. Because through half of this series, he was that Harris hawk that just screamed and had terrible input. Yeah. I mean, he had funny moments, like when Axe was going to try his mouse and he like got all defensive. Like, don't even try it, Axe, Yeah, or man. when he threatened to poop like, on Marco. When he threatened to poop on Marco. Like, he had really fun, light moments. But the minute he got his human body back, it was like, fuck this guy.
1: (laughs) Who is this fucking dweeb? Get out of here. Yeah. Uh... Like. oh, And when he was doing the chemistry with Rachel and he was all like, we're all in danger. But I can't tell you why. You wouldn't understand. It's not cool enough. Blah, blah, blah. And like, that is when I really started to hate him. I was just like, you're annoying as fuck book
0: yes it was
1: this <laughs> is like classic jerk behavior right here
0: yeah and like i feel like the other thing was is that it always read to me as like he's genuinely a jerk like this isn't a front that he's putting up and like he has redeeming moments Yeah, it's like he's genuinely just a dickwad the entire time he's human basically yeah he's
1: not doing the whole like oh I'm I'm afraid to get comfortable around people so I'm gonna lash out at them no it's like I'm a jerk
0: yeah and like I I agree that I think the chemistry moment was like the moment that I pinpointed like oh I don't like this guy because it's like only I'm smart enough to know this and you're not blah 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 (laughs) it's like fuck you
1: god yep for sure
0: yeah They did not nail the tone of that character at Mm -mm. all. But Christopher, 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 Christopher worked in a sound booth for a year and still nailed it. Yeah. Like, every single time. Amazing job. Yeah. So. Agreed. He did great. And then when he came back in, in his human body, he integrated with the other characters, like, seamlessly. Like, he'd been there the whole time. Yeah. So, he did great.
1: Which, like, I remember... Specifically, I remember in Lord of the Rings when when some of the kind of smaller characters would be like, oh, yeah, like we weren't on set a lot and we would just kind of fly in for our scenes and we would get there Mm -hmm. and like the whole fellowship would be like really closely bonded and they'd be all close and stuff. And we just kind of felt like outsiders. I'm thinking specifically like like Liv Tyler and Kate Blanchett. And Mm -hmm. so like I kind of had wondered if maybe Christopher, 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 Christopher felt the same way. In some regards, because yeah. he didn't work as closely with the with the core five. Um,
0: but I, I
1: mean, if that, he did, yeah, like that's... he didn't show it. He he blended. He vibed with them really well.
0: Yeah, he he was seamless with them, and I mean, this is kind of just a wild guess, but also from just like when we've talked to Boris, like he. He always made it sound like they were all like buddies. Yeah. Even Christopher, like he was saying, like when we talk to him and we joke about like I don't know why I'm so popular, man. I'm just bird. Like <laughs> I remember. don't know. It's <laughs> still my that's favorite still thing too. I've ever heard. I hope that he like blended in with yeah. the group seamlessly. Yeah. <laughs> uh. yeah. So yeah, that's the bird brain. <sighs> yeah all right let's talk about nadia slash cassie
1: i kind of wonder if maybe out of all the characters she was the closest to cassie in the books
0: i don't know because what about marco though oh that's true and, and Axe, the other thing really. and okay well, yeah, spoiler yeah, alert we haven't gotten to those two yet <laughs> Spo- but Right, but, like, I, this conversation itself is, I feel like, just a reflection of the TV show. Like, she, her character was just not used. Yeah. Like, we can't even say a lot about her, because she, they didn't ever let her talk. For, like, what, 10, 15 episodes, she didn't
1: talk. Yeah. Yeah, she was really designated to kind of the background for a lot of it.
0: She was, and I don't know why, because she was fantastic whenever they let her do mm-hmm. anything. Like I can't think of any time that I got like super upset about her being in a scene or anything.
1: Well, so okay, she did the message or the one where Axe lands on Earth and that was kind of like her episode. And then, then the the PTA protest date with Jake. And that that's like kind of <laughs> all we cool. had of her. And then she had some cool scenes with Rachel. Yeah. But like that's really kind of all the screen time she got, a major screen time. Yeah, we
0: never um, we never got
1: like a Cassie debating the moral quandaries of what the fuck she was doing, sort of situation, which sucks because I love that shit
0: and I wanted more of that. Right. I mean, they and that was like such a huge, huge thing in the books. Too. Yeah. Sorry, what were you going to say before I so rudely... No, no, no. <laughs> I
1: was just going to say they they probably couldn't have handled that very well anyway. They would have fucked it up royally. But...
0: For sure. Um, but it's still... I still would have loved to have seen Cassie interject some moral questions into this yeah. TV show.
1: Because, like, you know, I've, I've said this before. Like, I think she's one of the most real and one of the most complex characters in the book. And they really just didn't really utilize her in the show. Which is a real shame.
0: It is a real shame. She was
1: just kind of like the the quiet other friend. And
0: they didn't even, like... Right. They didn't even, like... Because
1: the other thing that Cassie really brought to the team in the books was her knowledge of animals. And they kind of played with that a little Mm -hmm. bit in the beginning of the show. But then they just, like, had morphs.
0: Right. And, like, I... I get why they weren't trying to introduce them. Because, like, the, the point of the books it originally was, like, the morph of the week. The animal facts of the week. And, like, I understand that the TV show did not have the budget to play with that. Right. Like, I understand that. But, like, find another way for her to talk about it or to bring that in or to make it a point. Because, like, she was just wasted. yeah absolutely wasted i
1: did think of another episode though and that was the uh the crocodile one or the the caiman one yeah yeah (laughs) the caiman baby caiman
0: oh my god which
1: like i guess for the purposes of actually like having her star in a fucking episode like i'm glad that they gave the 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 morphing allergy to her instead of rachel for that situation Mm -hmm. so oh god and i was thinking about that scene with tom
0: Oh, oh. oh, God. Yeah, she handled all the creepy yeah. fucking Tom scenes so well. Like, I just
1: wish she had been given way more to do. Because, like, everything she did do was uh-huh. great.
0: And I... I, The one thing that not having her talk a ton let her do was all of those reaction acting mm-hmm. shots, which were always gold. Yeah. Everything she did. Yeah. Amazing. <sighs>
1: Here's your book I borrowed it (laughs) Oh god, And I loved like every time she got like flustered about Jake with with Rachel and like you know and kind of towards the end she kind of got flustered with Jake like as like a face to face sort of situation and I loved all of her friendship with Rachel like again that's something I've mentioned this before but that's something I thought the TV show did really well and almost in a way better than the books it's just really showing sure. that, that girl friendship.
0: Oh, I was thinking about the episode where they went after Melissa Chapman when she went to the sharing. Yeah. Oh, that was an awesome episode for the two yeah. of them. Ugh. <sighs> Ugh. Nadia deserved so much better than they gave her. Yep. Yeah, I really wish they'd... I mean, they all did. <laughs> <laughs> true?
1: Yeah, I wish they had... If, even if not, like, um, done the actual proper rotation of character voice that the books did, that they had just been a little bit more decisive about who was speaking in each episode.
0: Did we ever get a, my name is Cassie and blah, 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 blah? I think... Was that the crocodile episode? I think just...
1: It? I know they did it in the, when Axe fell to Earth. Because she stared up at Tobias for like 45 seconds without moving.
0: Oh, right, right.
1: (laughs) right. That's so awkward. I remember. Um, I don't remember if she did the crocodile one. I think with the crocodile one, that was just they were at the zoo and that fucking ponytail kid was there and the action just started (laughs) immediately and there was no narration.
0: (laughs) Oh, that fucking guy. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. What's going on? I'll go get help. <laughs> oh, hey guys, what's up? <laughs> so absurd. Oh, so good. So good. Uh, all right, let's talk about Marco slash Boris. <sighs> it
1: was so weird for me to talk to Boris as like a human person and then watch the entire <laughs> TV show. Like it was so fucking weird. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I gotta tell you, it wasn't much less weird for me having watched the TV show, talked to Boros, and then watched the TV show again.
1: (laughs) Because, like, you know, when we talked to him, like, he seemed very, you know, personable and knowledgeable and just, like, you know, overall really swell person. But then we watched the TV show and I'm like, he's a fucking goofball, isn't he? Like, he's a really
0: funny guy, isn't he? Yes. Like, ah... Yes. And like I definitely like when we talked to him, he was like super professional when we did like the workout stuff as well, yeah. but like talking to him like off of the the audio stuff, that comes through so much more, I feel mm-hmm. like. And I'm like, I just want to hang out there. <laughs> yeah. He just like seems so I don't cool. know. He does seem so fucking Ugh. cool. Ugh. Yeah. yeah, yeah But <laughs> in the spirit of critiquing the book slash TV okay, show, yeah, yeah. um, I mean, I think that they got as close to the character voice as they could approaching the books, but I feel like TV show Marco didn't um didn't have quite as much analytical yes, sticking. I was power. just
1: thinking that, yeah. Because, like, there was that whole, like, couple episodes ago when when he got exposed as a dog, or, or he got caught by Howard morphing into the dog, or Harold. Um,
0: even more making the
1: joke! Over and over. <laughs> because I don't know which <laughs> one is his really real name! <laughs> um, but even Marco was like, oh, I don't see what's so bad. And he was, like, making jokes, and other people were like, no, this is actually yeah. really bad. And Marco would be like oh, yeah, you're right, shit. Whereas book Marco would have been, yeah. like, immediately seeing that and being like, oh, shit, we're fucking screwed. Um, yeah. So, like, TV show Marco really played up, like, the humor Marco. And when it came down to his mom, like, he did that really well and kind of the whole, like, like fuck you, Jake, I'm getting my mom out of here. Um, yeah. So, like, that was really good. But, yeah, you're right. I think the analytical part was very, very different between the two.
0: Yeah, for sure for sure but i mean just knowing boris and in, in a weird different light than we know any of the other characters it was an absolute delight oh watching him yes like, like he's just so fun yeah and like
1: marco i mean obviously i love marco in the books but he was never like my ultimate mm-hmm. favorite character but yeah. like he's strong contender for TV show like yeah. definitely <laughs> like you know in the books it was like axe by a mile and then marco's like a mile behind and then like in this one it's kind of like axe is maybe only like a head or two in front of marco
0: <laughs> he's winning it by a nose yeah. but not by a lot yeah yeah i mean and Marco might even kind of be ahead of acts for me. They're they're kind of neck yeah. and neck. Like I but like I just I fucking adored him in the TV yeah. show. Like I adored all of his goofball tendencies and he so brought it in the scene with his mom. Like he had the fucking acting chops. It was just delightful to watch. And then like when you'd have those weird moments of like, oh yeah, I've straight up talked to that dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's crazy. Yeah. That's just crazy. I also feel like
1: <laughs> Marco was used the most in the show. Oh, definitely. Yeah.
0: I mean, I I don't know if they were trying to run this like with market research to like say, "Oh, we want to put them at the forefront versus them," yeah. but like Marco was the main character for a long time in the show. It really
1: felt like it. Yeah, cuz like I'm even thinking back to Jake who you'd think they would really try to make the main character. Mm
0: -hmm. But
1: I, from my impression, I just remember Marco so much more than Jake.
0: Yeah, and, like, Marco had way more lines than Jake. Like, I mean, I I don't have the numbers sitting right in front of me, but I'm sure if there was a data chart, Marco by far has the most dialogue, the most scenes, the most screen time. And, like... (sighs) Yeah, because I can only think of, like, a couple
1: episodes where Jake was just kind of on his own. Like, same with Cassie. Like, I can only think of just a couple instances of, you know, a Mm -hmm. character on their own. But, like, Marco is... I feel like Marco's always there. He was in every episode. And there were some episodes where, like, Rachel wasn't there, or, like, Axe wasn't there, Tobias wasn't there. Marco's in, like, every episode.
0: Yeah, I feel like he was... I think there was, like, one where he wasn't there. And even then, he probably appeared in, like, the beginning or end. Like, just as, like, a pop-up cameo. Like... He was the main character of the TV yeah, show. Yeah, for think. sure. All right, Are you, do you want to talk about Axe? Of course, I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! What can I even say
1: that I haven't already said?
0: I don't honestly know how to compare him to Book Axe. I mean- <laughs> like- two entirely different characters (laughs) but at the same time not like it's i don't know yeah
1: it's it's bizarre because like like so okay i had made the comment several times in the books that like goofy human trying to adjust to human life acts is my favorite acts yeah and After, you know, after a while, once we got into, like, the really later books, I was like, no, actually, I I love Axe, just, like, all the aspects of him. Not so much as, like, you know, racist side, but, like, you know, I love all of him. I love his serious side. I love his, like, wavering loyalty. I love, you know, all of that shit. Mm -hmm. But, like, TV, like, it feels like for the TV show, they just took goofy Axe and they just, like, turned the volume up to 11
0: on it. And I still fucking loved it so much. I just want to state, I am fucking here for that. But, like, TV show acts would never steal a nuke off of a carrier and go blow up an entire city. Oh, absolutely not.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, It's kind of like Jake. It's like they're just two different people, but I love both of them.
0: Yeah, I if Axe wasn't like goofy funny like he was in the TV show, the TV show would have been a thousand times worse.
1: Oh, for sure. Oh my god!
0: Like when they let Paulo out of the box at the end, (laughs) it was brilliant. Everything he did was gold.
1: Oh my god.
0: Like he just had to show up on the screen and I was crying laughing. I know. I love this. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. His fucking Ugh. his hair, his
1: Bob Ross hair.
0: His Bob Ross hair. It was brilliant. Oh my god. He's just he he saved me.
1: He saved the show he... for me. <laughs> like Marco <laughs> marco was like you know kind of carrying the show but then axe just came and like saved it for me (laughs) it's like i'm like i feel
0: like i and i just keep thinking back to like this the scene where axe in quotation marks was playing jake and sean ashmore (laughs) just had to do an impression of paulo doing axe oh like yep if the entire rest of the TV show had just been the characters having to pretend to be Polo playing Axe, like, this would have been the longest running and best TV show of all time. Oh my
1: god, yes.
0: Like, every week, come up with a stupid reason, doesn't matter how stupid it is, that Axe has to play one of the other kids, and then just <laughs> let them do a bunch of gags with Paulo. <laughs> oh my god.
1: I would love that.
0: I would love that too. Uh, That's... yeah. Oh my God! They just they took like the highlight reel of Book Axe's best moments and yeah, just made the a TV show. It, yeah, yeah. Ugh, uh,
1: man. We made it to the end. <laughs> we did it. End of the
0: show. We finally did it. How do we feel? Ah, uh, I don't know. I mean. I guess I just kind of don't super believe we're done. Like I'm kind of like still not sure that the TV show is actually ended. <laughs> it like certainly doesn't feel anything like when we ended the books. Oh which no! Was oh no! Just you know, there was just a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I,
1: was I don't thinking about Marco Dax dancing again.
0: It just is so good.
1: When Axe, like, grabbed his hand and they, I just.
0: (laughs) I don't even know. Like, honestly, for me, it started the second the camera turned to Boris staring at them dreamily. And Axe had to scoot 14 fucking feet across (laughs) the bench to get close to Marco. (laughs) I think I'm going to watch
1: that scene one more time
0: after we're up. I gone. I might revisit it once a week from here on. I know. On. Like, I remember loving that scene, but watching it, I fucking love that scene. Oh my god.
1: That was such a good note to end on.
0: It was brilliant. It almost erased the sting of the entire rest of the series for me. <laughs> Like, this was as close to a peace offering as this series could have yes, gotten.
1: that is absolutely a great way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> like, sorry, we just wrecked your brain for the past several months, but here, have this pure and good thing.
0: Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. It was like, this TV show is Pandora's box. Like, all evil came out of it, but then at the end, <laughs> there was hope. hope. No- There was hope, there was light, (laughs) and we don't regret opening the box anymore. Absolutely! (laughs) (laughs) I feel okay about everything. Oh, God. Me too. And, like, I've spent, I don't know how many months or years at this point we've been talking about the TV show. Because it must be, like, a year at this point that we've been talking about the TV show. 24 episodes. Well, I guess not. I don't know how long it's been. But, like... I, so many times that we were recording this, we would end a call and I would just be like, I don't know why I thought this TV show was, like, not that bad. (laughs) Like, I knew it was bad, but, like, I don't remember, like, hating it or having these really, like, negative associations like I do after we, like, break it down. Sure. And I... Honestly, I think it was this ending is such a fucking high for me. I kind of forget how shitty it is. Sure. Yeah. Oh, man. Because, like, when you're binging it, you can finish this series in, like, two days. Yeah. Like, you know. And then it's, like, not so bad because it's like, oh, I spent two days and look at this fucking dance that happened. (laughs) That's brilliant. Ugh. I don't know. It it doesn't feel anything like when we ended the books. How are you feeling about this?
1: <laughs> oh no. Oh my god. I don't know. I this. I think. I think it really helped that like we got ourselves so worked up about this show that kind of towards the end we were just like, you know what? Fuck it. Like just fuck everything. And then we just kind of. I don't know. I, I it it felt. It felt. Like, a weight had been lifted off a little bit, I think. Like.
0: Yeah. Like, we we
1: broke. We had we a breaking did. point. And we had a couple, like, before then, too. Like, we were starting to, like, fracture a little bit. I think there was that episode where, like, we were talking about, like, don't let girls get taken places by weird dudes. <laughs> and no. at, I remember at that point, I was just like. I don't even want to fucking talk about this episode anymore. Like I'm fucking done with this. And then we were like, no, we got a soldier on. And then later on, we like actually broke, and I was like, ah! And 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 then I don't know. It just became easier, and then the episodes got better, and <laughs> then we get this beautiful ending. Yeah. Like yeah. I really, I really liked early on when we were just, like, kind of criticizing it and, like, having fun with it and just, like, making jokes and riffing. And I mm-hmm. think just, like, compounded over time, it just kind of got to be a lot at times. Especially when we got, like, an episode that didn't really do anything, like the Rachel getting lost in the woods.
0: Yeah, it was, like, literally that could have been a five-minute episode because we just... there Nothing happened. There was nothing to say about it. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: But, yeah, it was, like, a real roller coaster of emotions this show but like not in any way like the books
0: (laughs) no like i it truly felt during this tv show that there was a couple times that we're like are we even like why are we even doing this podcast at this point yeah
1: we,
0: we don't enjoy it we don't like this is just like a slog that i'm sinking 10 hours a week into like why why are we doing this And, like, with the books, it never felt like that. And we were sinking like, God, between the two of us, we were probably putting 20 hours, like, a week into the books with the reading and the notes and the recording and the editing and, like, everything. Like, it, I don't know. It was just – this TV show is, like – I don't know if this is too behind the scenes, but, like, we spend a lot of time and money on making this show and to feel like – We were just getting bitch slapped every fucking week. It's so heartbreaking. It's like really like how could you do this? And like I remember the one episode we ended it, and you were just like, I I felt like you didn't even want me to talk, and I was like, No, I I just didn't want to talk. (laughs) It's not nothing to do with you. And, like, and then I was, like, oh, shit, Casey's mad at me. Are we going to, like, cut this off halfway through and, like, just quit? Like, is did, did we just fucking break the show? And then, like, the next week we came back and we did it and it got a little better and it got yeah. a little better. Oh, God. It was, it was just, like, fuck, man. <laughs> I don't,
1: there was something about that episode that it was, like, combined with the mood I was having that week and just, like, <sighs> I just had like a fucking breakdown on, on air and I felt really ashamed about it and
0: Aww. I like
1: and I I was like I was dreading the next episode. I'm like, man, I don't want to have another fucking meltdown like I did last week like like this show had better get better. And it did and it was fine, but like that was the that was the low point in the series for me for sure.
0: Oh. Yeah. It, it there was there is rough moments. Yeah. Like the one thing I can say, I think about the TV show is that I'm I'm kind of prepared to do something a little different now than analyze Animorphs every single week. Mm-hmm. And the books didn't get me. Like the books made me want to keep going. The TV show, it's like, alright, like I've got it now. I'm ready to try something different. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> I, I you're totally right though about like once we kind of broke it down a little bit it's like that episode of avatar where all the firebenders go to the beach and they get broken down and then they walk away better from it oh. I think we just had that whole <laughs> journey I love that episode. where we yelled at each other <laughs> <laughs> we just kicked Sand everywhere. <laughs> we had a meltdown. We all admitted that we were felt inadequate and upset. <laughs> and now, now the rough edges have been smoothed away. Oh
1: my god! I love that <laughs> analogy. <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah, So, I mean, now what? Do we talk about what's coming next, or, or?
0: Yeah. Just I mean, yeah, or? let's talk about let's talk about what's coming next okay. because I feel like if we ended on just that, people would feel like, "Oh, you're done now. You're not going to publish any more episodes." Sure. And that's simply not true. <sighs> so, what are we doing next?
1: So, next, I think we said we we're going to take a little bit of time off um mm-hmm. just like a couple weeks and then we are going to start rolling into katherine applegate and michael grant's ri- other written works um and i believe we said we were gonna start with endling
0: that is correct because that's another co-written but credited only to Catherine book yes seemed like a natural place to go <laughs>
1: <laughs> and and the third endling book just came out so we thought it would be yes just
0: kind of like let's give it a little press that's right. We're the ones that are gonna make it sell, guys. Oh yeah. That's right. You're welcome, Catherine. You can just start sending those checks our way. <laughs> Give us some of your house money. That's right. We too need house money.
1: Um, and I think we said we were gonna go back to every other week recording, cause
0: yes, we're going back into books, which means we need to write you guys a book report. Yes. <laughs> It's it's a little harder than the TV show, where I, I'll i admit right now, I don't think I wrote a single word down. <laughs> I mean, you
1: wrote, like, an entire fucking novel for all the Animorphs books, so it is warranted. Um, <laughs> That's true. And yeah, I think just while we continue the TV show retrospective, I think weekly was a lot. Even though, like, we had a lot less, like, homework and research to do, it was still, like... It, it was still a lot, just, like, schedule-wise, I think. I don't know if you agree or not.
0: Um, so. I, I don't know. I got to a weird point where it was, like, it was it was good. Sure, okay. It was good for me to have our weekly discussions. <laughs> yeah, th-
1: you no, know, and I, I like talking to you every week, obviously, and, like, I know we talk every <laughs> day, but it's, like, good to, like, talk to you on the phone. Um, yeah. But, like. Yeah.
0: But recording it and editing it for every week did turn into a lot. Yeah
1: um so we're gonna go back to every other week and again because we got like reading to do and like stuff to write down and so yeah yeah we got to work on our book reports for you guys yep yep so that's coming up and i think after endling we're gonna do front lines.
0: hell yes we're gonna do Frontlines after endling hell yeah and i am so fucking excited to talk about it yay and then after
1: started. that we'll move on to something else that is undetermined at this time um, yeah, But I think the goal is to do as many of their written works as we can. Um, yes, and of course-
0: except for Barfarama, which Casey has already banned me from. Oh, no! I, <laughs> I think I said I'd read one Barfarama and see what it's about. Okay, one Barfarama. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> if we like it, we can keep going. Oh, thank God. <laughs> um, and, of course, we'll do the next graphic novel when it comes out. Um, and then any other kind of intermittent Animorphs content that we can scrunch up
0: yeah i we're not done with with anamorphs, we're just expanding <laughs> our horizons, yeah, go look at some other stuff, but it's all connected yes, in the it's Applegate umbrella,
1: so yeah, that's what's happening next that's the story oh, also I'm sticking to it also, I had a plan, um mm-hmm. So, I'm allegedly starting a booktube, like, soon. Um, It would have been this week, but my hand decided to explode and computer became hard. But I was thinking, so, no one talks about Animorphs on booktube that I've seen so far. Mm
0: -hmm. I was
1: thinking about doing, like, kind of like a pitch video about why people should read Animorphs. And I was wondering if you wanted to, like, come on that with me. And we can make a fucking, yeah, like, double team it. Yes. All right.
0: I want that more than anything. Awesome.
1: I don't know when that's going to be. Just sometime in the future, but yeah.
0: That's awesome. Oh, you you should plug your other, your book review socials on here. Oh, um, (laughs) okay. Um, So uh,
1: I am hesitantly getting into the world of uh, booktube, bookstagram reading uh a- analysis thanks to this podcast just sparked my interest in literature analysis um and i am going to be at casey books on instagram and also casey books on youtube in the next couple days so if you want to hear all of my opinions about books and maybe other things uh you should follow those
0: definitely follow those and if you just want to hear this podcast again on youtube though we also do that for you oh, yeah. strong shape international all right but what if um i'm sick of talking about books and i just want to read a graphic novel
1: um i have a web comic that y'all could read for free and i think it's pretty good it's called beside you and it's about music and romance in the early 2000s you can go read that at bsideyoucomic.com um or you can go to my patreon and be like hey casey i like what you're doing i want to support it throw me a dollar or two and you can get uh different rewards such as work in progress pages or early access
0: pages i'm several months ahead you can see what's happening in the world of my boys And I recommend you become a patron because now Casey has written Nate and myself into the universe. And I need you guys to become patrons so that when Casey's book gets famous, I can live comfortably in my old age. (laughs) I saw it. I, my name was on the chalkboard, and I demand retribution.
1: That's true. I don't think I've ever mentioned that. I'll, like, if you become a patron of me, at the end of every chapter, I do like a special sort of thank you page, and I list all my patrons that supported me during that chapter. So, if you want to see your name in print that I wrote or typed out myself, you could patron me. So, yeah. Yes.
0: And that also means that you will then be in the universe, and therefore when Casey gets famous, you too will get a check.
1: (laughs) You will be granted some (laughs) form of immortal power. Exactly. Of undetermined...
0: (laughs) This book is the Death Note of web comics. (laughs) You will die. Write your name in
1: the book and you are... (laughs) Something happens to you. Oh, God. (laughs) I literally haven't thought about Death Note in years.
0: I've never read it, but I I know the (laughs) premise. Okay.
1: Anyway, I want to listen to a podcast about a boy who does not write people's names into a death journal and kill them but rather probably (laughs) saves people in a super way how would i get my hands and ears on that
0: well if uh the super way you're thinking of was something like tactile telekinesis then i can recommend superboy and if you want to hear me talk about superboy i'm on a podcast called from cadmus to crisis this is a superboy podcast I should mention that's not actually my podcast. It's David and Drew's from our Megamorphs episode and our Alternamorphs episode. Well, basically, what happened was they let me on and then I never left. And much like the stray cat you keep feeding on your porch, they're fucked now. (laughs) So that's how that happened. But yeah, we talk about Superboy and if you aren't up on Superboy lore, there's a bunch of episodes that came out semi-recently that are like one-offs, like uh, there's a Christmas episode that was the Alpha Centurion episode that's hilarious, there was a an episode that was a Superboy annual number three, and that one was like a one-off story, and then we did Convergence recently, which is just a two-book series, so if you listen to the two Convergence episodes, you are all caught up. That's all there is to good it. Good for so, you. Yeah. you. Caught up. So you did check it. Check it out. Check it out. It's pretty funny. We do a lot of voices. I do voice actory things, which I'm not good at, but it's there. So, yeah, that's my pitch for, for Superboy. From Cadmus to Crisis. Did we
1: uh, plug our Animals Anonymous stuff? We did not. Okay. <laughs> I was just realizing. <laughs>
0: uh yeah sorry uh anonymous animorphs at gmail.com or the facebook group uh animorphs anonymous or super awesome super secret subgroup the andalite bandalites which is facebook.com slash group slash animorphs anonymous or you can tweet at me at animorphs and or you can instagram me at animorphs anonymous
1: or you can join our super awesome animorphs anonymous discord server where we hang out and talk to other animorphs fans that are all really cool amazing wonderful beautiful people and if you want the link yes. to that, you can hit us up on any of our socials. We'll give that to you. Or sometimes we post it in the Andalite Vandalite Facebook group. So go follow that and keep an eye out for it. Please come join us. We need more friends.
0: We do. And we also, it, just to talk about how big we're getting now, we also do have a few not Animorphs fans in the Discord that have been dragged into our insanity through force. <laughs> 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 who support their significant others who do like Animorphs and are now just forced to endure us. Yep. (laughs) Uh.
1: (laughs) But we'll be really nice to you as long as you don't like David.
0: Yes, as long as you don't like David. We like you. (laughs) (laughs) Man. So, yeah. All right.
1: Um... Farewell, Animorphs TV show. It's been real. Um, It's been something. Thank you for the beautiful gift of our dearest baby boy, Marco, and our dearest baby boy, Axe, holding hands and dancing together.
0: I will never be over that scene. (laughs) It's very good. It's so fucking good. It's like the only thing that even touched the greatness that was the book's
1: now i have a question for you alex
0: yes may
1: i have this dance
0: (gasps) okay but i get to leave